All right. Welcome to this week's episode of Nitty Gritty. We are bringing it back with another recap for this week. We're celebrating Thanksgiving by celebrating ourselves. (laughs) Or our guests. (laughs) I'm lounged out on the couch right now. It feels pretty good. Yeah, we're, we're not at Bam Bam's today. Nope. We're, we're your office. We're hanging out in our office trying to avoid the weather. Yeah, it's going to be ugly tomorrow. So what's crazy, I was looking back, our last recap, I thought it was longer. It was only 10 episodes ago. Yeah. So we've done 10 episodes since our last recap, and our plan was to do one at the end of the year, but we kind of lined ourselves up and scheduled out. Right. Some, this is the perfect week some to do Some awesome it. guests, and so we decided just to do it this week. And we even had another idea where we we're going to bring our wives on and you do had it with that us. Idea, I had the idea. I thought it would be fun to hear kind but of Andrew's perspective. Andrew's 51% majority owner of this thing, so <laughs> my opinion doesn't matter. But lucky for Cam, we had puppies last night. So that is preoccupying Jenna at the moment, <laughs> raising the it's puppies. It's not Jenna that I'm worried about. It's Ashley. Why? We'll get in a fight or something on the air. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. We'll edit no, I think out. it would actually be pretty cool to get their perspective. I do feel like most of our listeners are females. And, you know, I just feel like they hear things and pick up on things that we don't. Oh, for sure. Jen and will so, talk about episodes and I'm like, oh, that's what you got from yeah, that. Isn't that funny? Weird. Yeah, it's kind of like when I just say, like, we should try working on... You know, just putting all the toys in this other room so it doesn't mess up this room. And it's like, listen, I can't do everything perfectly. I'm like, oh, no, that was just an idea. I wasn't pointing fingers, you know. Uh Uh-oh, we're already going down this path. Yeah, see? We're already going down it. We speak two different languages. (laughs) Love you, honey. On this episode, it was kind of fun to look back over who we've had. Um, Do you have a guest that stood out to you over the past 10? (sighs) Oh... I have a horrible short-term memory. I did too. That's why I had to go back and like write down all of the names. I should have done that. Do a reminder so I knew. What's yours? With I'll, my f- I'll try to copy yours. So this one, these 10 episodes were, were fun. Like I feel like it was people newer to like podcasts. Like it was like people's first time telling their stories, which was kind of fun. Right. Like, Wait, is Mata shopping in the last 10? Nope. Oh, they're not. No, okay. I think they were the they were the very last one before our last recap. Oh, gotcha. So like this one started with Abby. Okay, that was so, fun. Abby and then Anna, Jimmy, Bob, Robin, Tandy, Danny, Chelsea, Tyson, and then Whoa. Kevin and Annie. Did you get all those? No. Okay, that's who we had. Oh yeah, we've had some. But I don't know that I could pick a favorite. What stands out most to me is like like the heaviness of the conversations that we had. Yeah. Like there were, I mean, there was some pretty heavy stuff that we talked about. Oh, Robin and Tandy. Danny. Yeah. Duh. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. What are we doing with all these like heavy hitting stories? We got death. We have. Drugs. Death. Abuse. I mean, all sorts of stuff this last kind of recap. And it was kind of weird because. I mean, dude, we went from drugs, polygamy, sexual assault. Yeah, we Drugs kinda, and runaways again. We like totally veered away from like the business entrepreneur <laughs> for sure. Right. We kind of came back with Kevin and Annie at the end, but yeah, right. it's been, it's been interesting. So kind of oh, yeah, Anna McFarland. Yeah, we had some. There's been some good ones. I know. That's the thing. It's like it's it's always hard to choose. Yeah, I don't know if I like, could pick a favorite. Out which of one those. you've had fun with? I mean. I can't count how many times, like literally my jaw was just on the ground. Like, hold on, what? Right. Like you're telling. Well, you had Bob Berg too. What happened to you? Yeah. Your uh, bucket list. Exactly. Oh, I only missed it by a few hours too. He wished me a happy birthday on Facebook. Wow. He wrote me a message on Facebook on my birthday wishing me a happy birthday. It'd be like Marissa Miller telling me happy birthday. Yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Brent's like, who's that? So something. She's in the General Leaf Society presidency. So I'm just kidding. She's not. Something. What? <laughs> What's Sorry. going on with that? Sorry. Um, kind of interesting update on Nitty Gritty. I finally figured out a way, the nerd in me, to track what we have. And we, the last 10 episodes, we have been ranked as a top podcast in either 
business entrepreneur, or education self-improvement in 12 countries. Really? Uh-huh. Whoa. Like as we sit here today, we are top 100 in the US for entrepreneur podcasts. Wow. As we sit here today. That's pretty cool. So, you're welcome America. I mean, it's it's crazy. <laughs> I, like we've been as high it's like we've been top 10 in some countries. Wow. For different what, podcasts. What country are we the highest in? Bulgaria. Oh yeah, they love us there. They do. Who doesn't love us there? The Bulgarians love us. We should fly there. We get free food. <laughs> Shouldn't we be sponsored by them? Yeah, somebody in Bulgaria should sponsor us. What do they have there? So I think I think what happened is we had one Bulgarian listener, <laughs> and they listened to it once. Is there a military base there or something? <laughs> like, I wonder. We'll have to look into that. That's really interesting. So yeah, that's been kind of fun. Well, um, it is funny because we have totally veered off the, um, yeah, the entrepreneur path. And so, but I do think that there's so much that applies to entrepreneurship. You know, I remember talking about this with the Cthusis, you know, like what athletes go through is very similar to starting a business. And so, I mean, a lot of these trials and overcoming those trials, I mean, they apply to everything. As you think back on it. I have my answer, obviously. That's why I always ask you first. Right. Is there a theme over these last 10 episodes that you could kind of walk, walk away with? Redemption. Yeah. Okay. I would say like it's um, redemption and, you know, transformation, I would say. You know, because some of, you know, like Robin didn't need to be redeemed. She didn't do anything wrong, right? But to be able to transform what she went through to what she is doing now is a huge deal. A lot of people wouldn't be able to make it out of that without being totally negatively affected the rest of their life. Yeah. And so let's talk about that. Did you yeah. see that she was, she went back to the trail yeah. in the place where she was attacked? That's nuts. I mean, if that doesn't tell you that she's in a really healthy place, you know, and that, and, and I think that that speaks volumes about, it's not about dwelling like everyone either messes up or ha has something bad done to them. It, but no matter what that is, you can turn it around and, and do good from it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the theme I wrote down was none of our guests have had a victim mentality. Yeah. Like yeah. none of Which them, is a big deal. None of them are allowing what's happened to them to define them. Right which I think is really awesome and really hard to do. They're almost doing the opposite. They're using it to fuel. Exactly. You know. And so like I was just watching a show on CNBC with A-Rod, like back into the game where A-Rod goes around to like broke celebrities and tries to like help them like make money again. Right. And it's incredible how they all like just play this victim role. Like it's, everyone else's fault. Like You're not going to be able to fix those people. All of these things, everything is right. happening to me, right? you know, but it's awesome because so something that's kind of always stood out with like my personal coach, she talks about a lot is events don't have meaning. We give meaning to events. Huh. And I think that's why it's all perception. Yep. Because like, when someone who's old passes away as opposed to someone young passes away, yeah, you know, the death itself is the same event, but the meaning we give it is very different, hmm. you know? And when you see people who go through hard things, like a lot of our guests, have they gone through hard things? It would be really easy to put meaning on that event of I'm a victim. I'm scared. I'm never going to be successful because of that, right. you know, but like you talked about the meaning they're giving it is this is my motivation and I'm going to do everything in spite of it. Right. And so that was the fun underlying theme for me was, you know, we get to choose the meaning we give. And I like that because I always tell people you get to choose to act or react you know, like if someone's mean to you, you get to choose to react to them being a jerk or you yeah. can choose to act and be happy no matter what they do. Can you do both? No. Because I feel like I want to punch somebody that's mean, but then I'll act nice after. <laughs> right? So. I mean, that's fair because they need to learn. There are some real dicks in the world. 
Sorry that I went there. Did something just happen? This morning. <laughs> some dude flashing his, you know, and it's like, oh no, yesterday morning on my way to my cook. Like driving is where you see it. Like we're just mean to each other. Do you know the best thing that ever happened to me with driving? So my mission kind of ruined me because in El Salvador, the way you communicate with drivers is by honking your horn. Right. Like it's not, I'm mad at you. It's like, it's just a little reminder. Here's a couple taps here. I'm coming here. A couple taps there. I'm going there. But now I like to use my horn to, I I use it too, to communicate with people (laughs) in Morse code F U C. Like Jenna's like Andrew easy with the horn. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I was getting. But there's horn point. language, like it's sure. like you said, like a little tap is just like, "Hey, it's green. Get off your phone." See, and go. M- my thing was like, I like to make sure they're extra long. Right. Well, uh, that's like, different. Like that's I'll like, lay on it, and Jen's like, "What are you doing?" I'm just like, I'm just making sure they heard it. <laughs> you know, I want to have a truck horn. I'm giving them an opportunity to learn. Right. Dude, dude we're here to teach. But do you know what's changed? That's why we're a big lot? in Bulgaria? Driving is all I do is I picture my grandma driving. Because I'm like, see, that might be more max. So she shouldn't be driving. So she's too like, old. I just imagine though, like, if right? Someone you was, never if, know. If someone was acting the way I act sometimes to my grandma, I would be fear. I'm like, hey, would you relax? Right. You know, so like a lot of times I'll pull up and someone's going 20 miles under the speed limit, and I'm just like, what's happening? And they deserve. A, they deserve. They it. deserve a horn honk. But I'm like, hey, if that was my grandma. That I'm gonna listen. I, I'm gonna let it go. I'll agree with you on the first three lanes on the right hand side of I-15. <laughs> but if you're in the left hand lane and you're doing the speed limiter under, you deserve every honk that you get and brights. And brights. Like the left lane loafing in Utah is out of control. You know, there's only like three states that don't have it as a law, and we're one of them. Like it totally. Cell phones are ruining traffic. All the time. Whenever it, something happens, it it's it's an easy thing. They're looking down at their yeah. phone. They're doing something different. They're pulling people over seatbelts, but really, they need to start pulling people over cell phones because they're just so bad. Anyways, sorry. The ADD kicked in. I don't know how you could ever do we, anything about that. We though. veered. You can't. Dude, I was pulled over in Chicago for looking at a phone 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Chicago. Like, they don't mess around there. California is the same way. Like if you get caught with a phone in your hand, like you're getting the ticket and that's how it needs to be treated here. Cause it's just so bad. It is, it's getting like the people being distracted is. Yep. Well, bad. they drive really slow too. So it just, it really does affect traffic, but, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, it would be to, to go back to what we were talking about. It'd be really easy to just be pissed off victim mentality when that stuff happens to you, it would, you know, it's like that saying that kid I heard on my, on my mission that just said, you know, if you don't want to be happy, just don't do anything. It like, you don't have to do anything. You'll just be sad and mad, but if you want to be happy, you have to work hard Yeah, and you'd have to work even harder going through what, you know, all of these people went through. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's not a lot of people that could make it out of those you know, the other thing I was thinking about was like my brothers and sisters, you know, we went through some tough stuff with divorce. And I remember back at the time where you just think like you're living in the reality of, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever. And you just think like their life is ruined. Like we get so sucked into the present. Mm -hmm. And for some reason we put this whole, like, the world, their world is ending. Their life is over. Look what you're doing to yourself. And now everyone's, you know, happy, healthy, married with kids. Some of them, you know, everyone owns homes, like great members of society. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny how just, you know, 10 years can change everything. So perception is a big deal. Not, not, looking at some of those things that at the time you may think that you're in the worst hell of your life, but five years from now, you'll look back at it. And you know, if you do it right, you'll be as grateful for that as anything. Yeah. A quote that reminds me of that is people will underestimate. No, no, no. People overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10. Right. Yep. You know, I remember you saying that before we always have this, we're going to do all this stuff this year. And we kind of overestimate what we really can do in a short amount of time. Right. 
but we don't give ourselves enough credit. And I really think it's, we just don't stick to it long enough to right. accomplish what we could intend. Well, and even when you don't intend, it's amazing, you know, how resilient human beings really are. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit sometimes. Yeah. Cause, cause you're right. It could probably be twice as good if, you know, you have intentions and goals and have like a 10 year plan. I will never have that, but things have gotten a lot better over the last 10 years. Right. I just, I work hard and try to do my best. And I think naturally things can always get better if you're just trying to yeah. make them better. And yeah. so speaking of every 10 years, I just learned something from you about 20 minutes ago. What's that? That you should double your money every 10 years. Oh. <laughs> Did you people know that? I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, it's, it's not that you should. 7%. It's just, well, yeah, you should. It's, it's the rule of 72. Okay. So you take. Here's some free advice. Go ahead. The number of years divided by 72. So take 10 years, 72. So 7.2. Right. That, so if you earn a 7.2% rate of return. Back. You should double your money every 10 years. So if you want to do it faster, you got to go higher. You so we're shooting for 7%. Sure. Anything over that's Ponzi scheme, probably. <laughs> oh so you got to be careful. <laughs> you know, if somebody's giving you 20%, they're going to be in jail probably in a few years. Just kidding. They're out there, I'm sure. This year's been one of them. Yeah. You would know if you would ever got your information. We back call that a us. bear market, Andrew, <laughs> and barbecue. Um, Isn't that right? Bear's good, bull yeah. bad. So I, I want to hit on something that's kind of been fun nope. to see. Bull good, bear bad? Yeah. Well, think that. about it. Bull because the horns are going up, so oh. the markets are going up. Bear attacks down, so the markets go down. Okay. See? Taught you something else. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wouldn't want to be attacked by either one of them, <laughs> no. frankly. So what's been fun to see this last 10 episodes is what kind of our guests, a lot's changed for them even mm-hmm. since like we've done the episode. Oh, so really? like, well, Jason and Bridgette, right? Right. So we interviewed them. Oh yeah. It was their first podcast. They come on and literally within weeks, they liked it so much. They had such a good response. They and launched we their told own them podcast. in the episode. You we guys did. need to do a podcast. And they did it. Yeah. And now they are killing it. Killing it. Not just in Bulgaria. No. Everywhere. Yeah. Like they are killing it. And was it last week or two weeks ago? They threw like the their event. first live event and had 700 plus people come. Yeah. And know? really small seats and it was really hot. <laughs> yes. It was at a middle school and I didn't fit in the fold up but, auditorium seats very well. <laughs> but it's cool to see like there's been a huge evolution in the past two months right. in their business. Like they've added all of this extra stuff that, you know, I don't think that they were necessarily doing as much before. Right. You know, that's cool. You know, it, it goes to show how much people want to know what's behind the person. Yeah. You know, like Tandy. Yeah. You know, it's so funny watching her at, at Wasatch Combat because she's so good with kids. She's a sweetheart. She could beat you up. But now when I look, I look at her totally differently. I just think of the, the recycle truck. I just think, yeah, you got like she compacted. died. Like she died yeah, and ran away. Like talk about like freaking out about your kids in the moment. Like this girl had a boyfriend and ran away and was sleeping in dumpsters. Yeah. And it's just like my daughter's gone. And look at her now. And look at her now. And so it, it really does put an interesting perspective on things. Like for any of you parents out there, you know, I remember seeing it with my parents and you know, I remember the first year we were married, my youngest brother had to live with us in our apartment because he was kicked out of both my mom and my dad's house. And it was just like, it's over. But man, he came over, we got him through high school, he graduated, you know, great life, great kid. It's just, it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, whatever bad thing may be happening, but you don't realize that it's just like, hey, people make mistakes. And they turn around and now look at Tandy, married, beautiful kids, awesome business, yep. you know, third degree black belt, beat you up. Yeah. You know, she's, she's awesome. And I mean, it's crazy to think that 15 years ago she was, you know, or 20 years ago, she was killed in a recycling truck. Yeah. It's just nuts. Danny. Well, yeah. For, I mean, 
I showed you the text. I mean, that he was sending me like after his episode, he was like, this person reached out and this person reached out and this person reached out. And it's just like, there is so much pain and suffering. That text was nuts. You know, that people are, that the people are, I think one, they're hiding and two, they don't quite know what to deal with. Mm -hmm. And so what's been fun is some of our guest stories is almost like given permission for to people to talk about things more openly, you know, like it's, it's putting these taboo or really uncomfortable conversations that shouldn't be uncomfortable. They shouldn't be, but they are, they are, it puts them more out in the open, right? You know, like this morning at the gym, literally walking off of the treadmill, I ran into a friend and she was talking about how amazing Robin is and how she sent that podcast to all of her friends. Right. You know how she's like, we're going to have a discussion about this over Thanksgiving. So you guys all better be ready for that, you know, but it's like, it's getting that conversation out there. And for me, if it, if it helps one person, Uh, that's what it's all about, you know, then you've done your job, Right. right? If you can impact one person, then you need to keep going because you never know what type of impact it's going to continue to have on more people. Right. And, you know, and sharing, you know, the uh, social media, I've been in this weird place lately where I'm just kind of over it. There's just so much, you know, like even some of the people that I love, like I just, it's just so much, but like what you just said is brings up an interesting point. Like it's, you got to put yourself out there to be able to help people. Because, I mean, everybody can help somebody, even if it's just, you know, like you look at Abby, for example, like she's just so much fun. Like that helps people. Like oh, that yeah. lifts people's spirit. It, it's it's a big deal. Like you don't have to have a Tandy or Danny or Robin story or Tyson. You know, you don't have to have some crazy story to be able to help. I mean, just being happy and full of light and just being yourself and putting yourself out there can help people out. Mm-hmm. And so I've got to lighten up on the social media thing a little bit because it's, it's so big. Like if we're not sharing, we're not helping anybody. It definitely is one of those things where you find what you're looking for. Right. And it's kind of like, it is the best of times and it is the worst of times. Yeah. Like you get on Instagram, you can either be super annoyed. Well, it's like what you re- said. Yeah. Really it's perception, quick, right? It's, you know, or it's, you got to just put that out of your mind and just think, you know, the, the podcast has helped me with that too, though, because you get to know people behind it. Like I'll, I'll sell myself out here. There's, I'll say about half of our episodes. <laughs> I won't say who I was not looking forward to meeting these people. Just like, Oh my gosh, are you serious? Like this person is this or that, or <laughs> like, it's just too much social media. And every time except once, and I'm not saying who that was. <laughs> <laughs> I've been totally slapped upside the head. And now it's funny because every time we'll be like, wait, who do you want to have on? And Brent will just be like, dude, you say this every time. And then at the end, you're going to love the person. And you'll be good friends. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. But whatever. So it, it is funny how <sighs> perception is a huge deal. Like you can look at it you know, one of two ways going back to you, we give meaning to it, right? Right. Our perception, we totally get to choose right? how we see it and what we see it for. And right. a lot of stuff I don't get or don't understand, but it's just like, you can appreciate that it's different. Right. Well, and I think for me, it's, I want to know that it's authentic. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like there are people that want to be on Instagram just to be Insta famous and get free stuff. And then there's people that just need to share and they're just, they're just here to share. And I think you can tell a difference, right? Like Abby is Abby because she's Abby. Yeah. You know, like her Instagram account blew up because she was just doing Abby things and she still does Abby things and it's just hilarious and it brightens her day. You know, late with Kate is another one. She hasn't been a guest yet, Yet. right? (laughs) We may have her on the books, hint, hint, but she's just consistent and she's just Kate. You know, Kim is the same way. They're pretty much everyone we've had on. Yeah, has been has been that way, and it's of course what they're going to put on social media is not going to be the everyday person that you see, like Johnson Files, right? 
I'm well, Sean sure, talked about uh, it, right? right? Sean's not Mr. Chipper Funny Guy all the time, but when he performs and makes our days better, he turns it on, just yeah. like no, any performer does. And so it's we do need to look at it through that lens. Like, hey, they're making it fun for us. They're trying to be entertaining. But, you know. So Jenna and I actually had a long conversation about this. Um, and I... She claims this is profound. I'm going to say it again, just in case it really is. So I make sure I get credit for it on air (laughs) because she was talking about like her being uncomfortable, like putting herself, like her face on the camera or in pictures. Cause if you look at her or even like her, her puppy thing, she's talking a lot in it, but she wasn't putting herself out there. And she was just like, whenever people see me, they respond differently. 100%. 100%. You know, and you've talked about that with Bam Bams, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's something that it's hard on our side, on nitty gritty, like we're never there. Right. You know what I mean? So we can do better, but we were talking about this and something came to mind that I think there's two ways you can look at it and it's what you talked about. It's who you are trying to be. But I think there's people that there's people that are saying, Hey, look at me. Yes. But then there's people that are saying, this is me. Yeah. And it's very different. 100%. And it comes back to the person they are and kind of their authenticity on, you know, look at me, look at me. I want the attention or, hey, I'm going to create genuine relationships. So this is who I am, you know? Yep. And so I think, I think that's huge. I, I haven't really thought of it that way. And that's, and that's the thing. Like it's, it's people do want to know you. You know, it is funny because when I think about that, I struggle too. Like, I don't need to be, I don't want to look like I'm cocky or overconfident or all about myself, but it's funny hearing you say that about Jenna. I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. I want to see Jen. Like, why isn't Jenna on there? She'd be great. She's awesome. And that's how she's, people think she's about awesome. me. She's right? funny, right? And that, right. Oh, she's one of my favorite people ever. And she's, and, but it, the same thing applies when I'm sure people hear me say like, they don't want to see me. No, they, they do like they, I have a good story. You know, I've got a well, cool how, business. How else are you going to have a relationship if you don't ever see the person? Well, and you're and you're right. And so that's yeah, that's always a good little wake up call to remember that. I mean, it's no different than somebody wanting to see you in real life. Exactly. You know, it's just being a friend or being there and staying connected. And so it just allows us to stay connected to more people, which is special. And I've been surprised that, I mean, I think we talked about this last episode on the recap, but it continues to be true. But like the genuine relationships that we formed through social media and through our guests, you know what I mean? Like we're, they're all through. So, I mean, almost all of them have been you that know, way. We've known someone will reach out to them, but it's been like, they're, I would call them like real friends. Like, yeah, 100%. It like gets funny. Like, I think I talked to Jared gold, the other like <laughs> multiple times a week. Yeah. He's always sending me some, Something about how great Canada is. <laughs> you know, but like Danny, like I talk to Danny all the time and in touch with Robin, you know, a lot of our guests, you know, stay in close contact with. Right. And it's been fun to kind of expand. I mean, it feels like it really is becoming like a family almost yep. like between all of our guests. Like a lot of them already know each other, which is how we're kind of all coming together. Right. You know, but even Jared, like last night he sent me a text. He's going to be down here in a couple of weeks and he was like we need to have like a family reunion yeah. i was like what are you talking about he's like we need to get the nitty-gritty family together i was like that would be like throw a big party Do and big just have all of our guests Christmas? like that would be so fun that would be really cool i think doing that in the year would be awesome or he like he's talking he wants to do it like now but obviously there'd like, only be like 30 people there that's a Not big that, yet. that's a big party well, but only 50 percent of the people are going to be able to come yeah but that's still a big party I don't know about that. Twenty's <laughs> not that big. So, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, has there has there been a story that maybe impacted you more than another of our past guests, or something that kind of surprised you more? I mean, they were all shocking. I think um, I'll pick out the two times I cried in the last two episodes which I try not to do on the podcast, but when you're sitting across from somebody like Tandy or Robin or Danny and you're hearing the, it's like with Kim white, you know, when she was telling me the story about the, you know, Dr. Z, 
and you're just like when you get to hear it from the horse's mouth and feel that and see it in their eyes you know like danny's story of being in that basement and you know the friends and family had given up five times over but for his dad to still be in a place spiritually to feel like feel something that night like i gotta go out and look for my kid and how do you find a you know just messed up you know heroin addict in a basement in provo i mean like it's, it's, it's obvious it's crazy and so and to hear him come in and you know i just i remember when he said he just acted prideful like no i'm fine i don't need you and right he walked out of the door he finally he finally had that i know he doesn't like to say rock bottom but you know something incentivized him to say you know i scream like you you'll be dead like his spirit was kind of going in and out of his body that night you remember hearing that mm-hmm. and then he just used every ounce of energy he had to scream and his dad came and picked him up in his arms like a little kid because he only weighed 95 pounds and and took him to rehab and i mean this is a guy that five years before was married had a nice house owned an insurance business and he's a 95 pound drug addict in a basement who's wrecked cars and stolen and it i mean talk about a transformation right and a, a story of redemption and so what's crazy i found out too like he didn't tell us half his stories oh i'm sure i mean you can't fit all the oh dude i bet oh i can only imagine the stuff that he has yeah. been through it's like you could probably fill up another 10 episodes yeah but you know that one and then um, I mean, Tandy's is crazy, but Robin's, you know, Robin was the other time that I cried when she was talking about, um, I think it was somebody just saying, or her saying like, I'm here now, or I'm, I'm here for you, or I'm next to you. Like she's basically taken her experience and now she's protecting thousands of other women well she just launched a course right and that i mean you know, that's online and that's, course now for self-defense which is awesome it, it's it's acting right it's how you act right she's she i mean i'll never forget when she said that she said sorry yeah to the guy like oh sorry i was like i'd stab a knife in that guy's heart and say take that yeah but she's like oh sorry it, it, it's it just breaks my heart that there are people that would take advantage of such a sweet person like that. But look, obviously we don't want anybody to ever have to live through that. But again, she took what happened to her and said, what can I do with this? And how could I make sure that this is not, will never happen to anybody else? Mm-hmm. And I mean, talk about brass balls, man. Yeah. I mean, she just is at, like, totally open with her story and super confident she found that perfect blend between you know urgency and paranoia right yeah. like she's she she's not someone to make you feel like you can't go anywhere she's just teaching you how you can go anywhere and just be safe and, yeah. and vigilant and smart just yeah like simple things if you're gonna go run do it in the day and take some pepper spray right you know like, or run with like, someone like add just like a little just and if there's been 10 rapes on a on the provo river trail maybe don't go run on the provo river trail yeah maybe do something I different w- every time i see a girl running i'll go to walgreens i said it on her podcast i'll see some girl running like even in the middle of the day it is so overgrown down there it's like with all the story why are you running on that trail anyway mm-hmm. sorry tangent but it's uh, it's amazing a little bit of common sense can go a long way because you just never know it's like when somebody get when something gets stolen like i've had my truck broken into a few times you just never think something like that will happen to you mm-hmm. but it, it just when you least expect it is when something like that can't happen so it's just just be a little bit more aware yeah and like her tips are really fascinating like she really puts a lot of thought into them and man if anybody can have that platform or deserves that platform, it's, it's her. Yeah. I mean, that story was, I mean, it's amazing. And so, 
Yeah, it's funny thinking back. I haven't thought about some of these since the episodes, and I just didn't really realize how much depth the last 10 episodes had. I mean, we're getting into the deep and dark stories, but then we had like Anna. And Abby. And Abby, right? Like, I mean, Anna was, she's brilliant. I mean, you can learn so much as far as social media goes from her. She's a legend. We both bought the course. Yep. Right? I still haven't done it. We both know who. We both know who's actually gone through it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's there when I'm ready. Okay. But I had to support, and the few that I watched is like, I had already implemented a couple of those things, and but I would have never thought like it, it's. I can only imagine what else I still have to learn. But well, and then even like even last week with Kevin and Annie, to go from one location in the back of a barbershop. I mean, it's, we're talking about drinks and cookies. I mean, could yeah. you, could you get anything that's more commoditized? No. Well, and you, I mean, you honestly just, you nailed it. It's, this is why the podcast is so cool. Cause I just thought it was Kevin's show. I didn't realize how involved Annie was. Dude, Annie's the boss. And that the, it, she is the, and she thought of the whole thing. Yeah. And she just said, I'm doing it. It's kind of like Robin, right? Yeah. Where she just signed her own lease. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, like Sasquatch, I'm doing this. Yeah. Like I signed the papers. Is that okay? Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's really cool. Now when you drive by that, so delicious, it's not just cookies and crack, right? It's, it's like, well, like you, you said, see the whole story now and it's it just it really connects you to it well and hearing kevin talk about like the why behind it it mm-hmm. reminded me of like reno with perk right you know before it was just like a a good tasting drink but he was like no like it, it's your hug like it meant more to this woman in the drive-through that was going through a divorce and had a crappy day right you know when she got that drink it it want to talk about it isn't that what he said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Want to talk about it? She's like, just give me my cookie. Like, like rolls up the window and drives off. Yep. It's like, nope. I just want my cookie and soda. Men are evil. Bye. You know, but like having that. I mean, they talked about it a lot. Like, it lost some of that as they grew, and now they, right. they're fighting to get it back. And you'll see companies that do that. I think that was the thing I was most impressed about with Bob Berg, is he literally is every part of that book that I love. Right. He embodies it. Like it's not some story that he told, like these five laws and principles of success. They are things that he live, right. that he lives like it is true to him. And that was the, that was probably the best thing for me because there are times where you'll meet someone and you are disappointed. Oh, you know I'd what I mean? M- way more often than not. And so you're disappointed and, and we don't live in necessarily a time of authenticity. Yeah. You know, it, it's so awesome to meet somebody who is what you expect them to be genuine and authentic right right you know like it was awesome he wrote my mom a handwritten thank you letter right you know like he was just so rad but going back to the episodes i mean i think there really is you could go down every one of the 10 and there's something really impactful i would say the two most for me outside of like robin and tandy just because it was like mind-blowing like sexual abuse and dying it's like oh my gosh but like it was something that i felt like impacted me but it was more of a it made me think of others like with robin it made me think of like my wife and my mom and my sisters you know but like it didn't make and this might be super arrogant and wrong (laughs) but it didn't i'll tell you it it didn't make me be like oh i should change something that i'm doing right you know um but it was super impactful but Danny's episode, I felt at the end of it, it was applicable to way more than drug abuse. Oh, for sure. Like I had conversations with people and it was like, it was the realization that we are acting like addicts and it wasn't necessarily a substance or drugs or alcohol or anything like that. It might've been anything. And it was like, oh my gosh, like what he talks about in his steps and you know, like the intervention, like he calls it, right. you know, the ability to stand up to the person and let them know like, Hey, something needs to change, you know, like that. So that was really impactful, like the ability to apply it. And I think it also, there's something going on like, and personally that it was applicable to that kind of made it stand out. And then the other one was Tyson. Um, I hadn't really thought on like how this would impact him. Yeah. You know, like as I he, bet this has been a big thing for him. Like, huh? like as he talked about like telling his story, 
was always like, oh yeah, that'll be cool, you know, and like because like right. you just said it for us, we can interview them, but like we we're on to the next episode, and so we'll remember it, but we don't like live in it, right? And I remember talking to him, and like after it was released, like he was like, it was really affecting him, you like know, negatively. Like, yeah, he right. was just worrying about what he had said, and and I, and I started to put myself in his shoes, like. Can you imagine now for the rest of your life, people are going to start asking you questions? Yeah. Like, it's not like you just said something and they're going to forget about it in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he opened himself up for questions for the rest of his life. And, like, the text messages that we had, like, after his episode was, I mean, he was really worried and he was super scared, like, post himself about it. Right. And like we kind of walked, talked through some stuff and then he ended up posting and I saw him a couple of days later and he was like, oh my gosh, I've had so many people reach out to me and it's been so positive. He had a lot of his family members from oh. other of his moms and families that have reached out to him, Jeez. you know, and he just talked about like how positive everything was, you know, and at that point I realized like it's way bigger than a podcast for him. Like that was his life story. That was the first time he told it. And it's something that really legitimately changed his life forever, you know? And so, like, I never really thought of it before because a lot of our guests have told their stories before or, you know, people know most or some of right. what we talk about. But he was like the – I mean, that was – I put myself in his shoes and I was like, yeah, that was – That took some guts. Oh, my gosh. That was so brave. Well, it was probably courageous. for him too. You know, it, it, it's just another – it serves another reminder that – it's so funny how, like, why weren't those people reaching out before? You and maybe know? they were. Well, and here, but but that's the thing is, it's it's so funny how we hold things in. Oh, yeah. You know? And it takes one person to get up and tell the story. Yeah. And it, it, it opens the door for a lot of people to, sure. to you know come out with whatever they need to come out with. And, you know, I think the lesson learned is don't wait, you know, it, it, there's nothing that you can't overcome or, you know, deal with and spin it to a positive. And I think that we all just, it's amazing how much we worry about each other, you know, and what other people will think, but pretty much every person you talk to on a daily basis has a secret or has something oh, yeah. they struggle with. And like, the most judgmental people out there are the ones that probably have more skeletons in their closet than anybody else. The only reason they're judgmental is because they're judging others. Yep. Right. So they're worried about how they're going to get judged. But that's why misery like, I, loves company, man. Well, that's why I posted that quote. Like a lot of people say it's from Nelson Mandela, but whatever the one about like our deepest fear, but the way right. it ends is, you know, as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, so it's like, to your point, as we stand up and open that door, it's amazing how many people are just going to walk through it. Yeah. Look but at Danny, every Deaton and Tyson, they, everyone is just sitting back waiting for someone to do the work. You know, I think that's something else that stood out to me. And it's been on my, it's been a topic of like study for me the last couple of weeks about motivation mm -hmm. because Mel Robbins talks a lot about it in her book, the five second rule. And she did a cool podcast with Lewis Howes. And it, she just talks about how motivation is such BS. Like everyone talks about, oh, I'm so motivated, this and that. It's like motivation is crap because when you need it, it's never there. One yeah, That I totally agree with. You know, so she talks a lot about how everything comes from like you can't – people talk about that we try to make logical decisions. But at the end of the day, logic isn't there either. Like, <laughs> Right. You know, like because so her example, Mel Robbins' example was like she was going through a really hard time. Like she was laid off, her husband lost his business, they were losing their house, like just all sorts of crazy stuff. And she's like, every night I had a plan. Every night I said, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this. And she was like, everything felt good at night. I knew exactly what I was going to do. This is totally me. And she's like, in the morning, what did I do? I hit the snooze button. Yep. She's like, I woke up and instead of doing something about it, I just hit the snooze button. And so her whole book is about how this five second rule, and she did it. I need to read this book. She that's did it, me, man. Why is my it brain so alive at night? Like she did it unintentionally, but there's a lot of neuroscience behind it. So the next morning she was laying in bed and she's like, 
I just watched the night before, like something about a rocket ship. And you know, they go five, four, three, two, one, blast off. So she's laying in bed the next morning and she's like, I literally did this out loud. She went five, four, three, (laughs) two, one. And then she just stood up. And she was like, that moment changed my life forever. Really? And so that's that her whole five second rule is that. She's like, whenever you think of something, you have five seconds to act on it. And if you don't act on it, your brain will kill it. Interesting. And so she's like, the five, four, three, two, one. She's like, I did it accidentally. But since then, she's studying. There's so much neuroscience behind it on how the different parts of the brain are activated. Brain is crazy. You know? And so now it's like, you have to just act. And so motivation is crap. Like people that wait and say, oh, as soon as I am this, you know, as soon as I have this much money, then I'll do that. Or if I do this, then I'm going to do that. That point that never comes. No, you just have to start, you know, like you build it one step at a time, but you can never like, you're never just going to wake up one day and have the motivation to do it. <laughs> That's true. You know, you you, you get it by doing the act over and over again. And she talks about like, you're not a procrastinator. You have a habit of procrastinating. And so you have to break this habit. Right. You know, so it's fascinating. Like I'm super into it right now. But a lot of these people, you know, Robin, I wanted to start a dance studio. So the next day, literally the next day, I signed a five-year lease. <laughs> I'd be so mad. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like Jenna. That sure worked. Jenna was like, hey, I want to breed puppies. All of a sudden we have two dogs and we're on our second litter of puppies. As of last night. As of last night. We now have four and more puppies. And what's awesome, she had pre-sold three of them before they were even oh born. Oh my gosh. From That's people all over the nation. Insane. It's awesome. I love it. Poor Maggie. So Poor Maggie. But yeah, so I mean, this is what I love the podcast for because it's like when you teach a class, like the teacher always learns more than the student. Yep. You know, so as like hosting the show, like the fact that we get to just hang out with these people and talk to them, like I walk away with so much. Yeah, we really do. And And it's, it's, it's funny. People have asked like, do you get paid to do that? I'm like, no, no. Well, then why are you doing it? I'm like, because I get to talk to amazing people and hear incredible stories and, you know, hopefully play a small part in helping other people out. Like, yeah, I make money at my job. Yeah. And so it's like, if we ever made money off of this, great. Um, but to me, the real value is exactly what you just said. It's, you know, giving a platform to people to share and like, like what you quoted, just opening the door for like reading that text about Danny that you sent. Just, yeah. I mean, that, hour and a half we spent might have saved three lives yeah i mean literally saved three lives mm-hmm. i mean that's that's like, real impact that is huge you know that's true influence like they like to say these days yeah yeah, yeah. oh the influence word but i will say the one thing i do have an ask for anyone who's listening right now are you ready for this mm-hmm. we don't ask for very much right i don't think we've ever asked for anything so i'm gonna ask if you've enjoyed our podcast, if you enjoy listening to it, please go and rate it and review it. Yeah, we don't we don't ask that enough. We My don't. wife tells us to do to, tells me like you need to say subscribe and share and it's funny, it's kind of like the Instagram thing, like we don't want to bother people, but yeah. in reality it's like, hey, we're not getting paid to do this. We're doing it cuz it's we think it's a valuable thing and we, you know, there's an investment on our side of things to do it yeah. and a cost to do it. So it's like, man, I don't think it's out of bounds for us to ask for people to help us well, like that. And I think like for me, I don't think I've ever left a review for a product I bought. It's just not in me. I'm just not a yeah. person who reviews bad or stuff. good. Yeah. Bad or good. Yeah. You know, the same way. Like I, I just don't like, I always use the reviews and I'm always grateful Isn't for them, funny? but I never review stuff. Like I won't, like I won't buy something unless I read the reviews, Right. but I never give back. Like I am so guilty of it. And so like after starting the podcast, I've tried to be better at it because like we have literally thousands and thousands of people who listen, you know, we have 48 reviews. Yeah. That's strange. You know but what see, I mean? It's like the restaurant. And so a happy customer doesn't leave a review. They just come back to the restaurant. Yeah. And it's the ones that are not happy or they're friends with another restaurant that they, you know, sure. like better, but it's, 
that leave reviews and that's that is something that we need to change uh, and so it's like i do have a like the ask is it will take maybe two minutes it's around the like, app where, right? yeah wherever you're listening now what's it's cool like, is we're on itunes stitcher spotify google iHeartRadio. i mean everywhere anywhere you're listening to us take two seconds subscribe but then just write a little review yeah what's crazy is the reason we're asking is because the more reviews you get it tells kind of the podcast host that people care about you. And so your show becomes available to more people. To more people. Yeah. And our whole goal is to get our story, not our story, our guest's story into as many hands as possible. Like we just said, like Danny's story saved three people. Imagine if we had 100,000 people listening. Oh, man. What if it was 3,000 people you could have saved? Right. You know, and the only way we're going to do it, because we're not going to go out and buy ads and we're not going to go out and, you know, that's just not who we are. No, we but, want it to be organic, but, but yeah, I, we need your help. But we need a little bit of help. And I know it's uncomfortable. Like I said, it's uncomfortable for me to do it. Right. But I think. But it really isn't. Now that we're talking about it, it is funny how you think. It's not uncomfortable to do it, but we it's don't, just you we don't, don't do even it. think about it. Like no. that's, that's just not really how we are. And, but I, I realize now that I think we've earned our, you know, we've earned the right to ask. I mean, we're almost 30 episodes in, Yeah, you know, we've done a, I think we do the best job that we can and we're going to continue to do it. You know, like we're going to continue, we're going to keep getting better. And as we do that, just ask that you continue to support us. Yeah. You know, we have our Instagram page, the nitty gritty show. We have you know, all of our different things that we're doing. And, and really, we love the feedback too. And that's what I was going to say. At yeah. the end of the day, what the whole reason we're wanting this is because we want to start creating more of a conversation. Like we want to get questions. We want to find out what guests our listeners want us to get on. And we want to find ways to interact more. Right. You know, and the only way we're going to do that is by one, us stepping up our engagement level, you know, but two, you know, we have to know who's listening and where they're at. Yeah, you know, without that, we can't ever. Well, and I love. I would love to know different. what who they want to hear from. You know, I think that'd be really cool to. You know, if if a name keeps popping up, yeah, from our listeners, it's like, hey, let's. It might be somebody who we would never think about. Yeah. The other thing, a little good karma is, I'll ask you this question: Any new podcasts that you're listening to that have impacted you? Maybe we can do some sharing right now. So Lewis Howes uh-huh. has a fantastic podcast. What's it called? The School of Greatness. Okay, so he interviews fascinating people. Like he, like he interviewed. So the ones I listened to recently of his were Mel Robbins and Kobe Bryant. Really, it was awesome. What a cool name, the School of Greatness. Yeah, I mean he's got his. He's got a really cool story. I mean, ultimately, my goal is for like nitty gritty to become. Not the school of greatness because you don't ever want to become somebody, but to become as impactful as that has become. Right. But like something that stood out, his episode with Kobe Bryant is Kobe talked about, like Lewis asked him, like when you retired, like what did you do? And Kobe was like, and this is straight from the go-giver, baby. He, right. Kobe didn't know it, but what he said was, the first question I was asking is what can I go make the most money at? And really? Kobe said that was the wrong, that was the wrong first question. Kobe Bryant was talking about this. He said, it's the wrong first question. When I got it right is what I asked myself was, what do I love to do? Right. And the reason why is because he's like, when I love to do something, I can consistently do it. And so he's like, that's when, so that's when Kobe started making the punies and all these other things that he's doing. It's a love that you can consistently do. And it's like, oh my gosh, like those principles are everywhere yeah you know so lewis is awesome the other one that i love that i've been listening to is business wars mm-hmm. so i've heard you talk about business this wars is fun like i just so what they do is they do like a season and it basically tells a story between two companies and huh. like the one i just listened to i listened to facebook versus snapchat whoa and then nike versus adidas okay that one sounds fascinating i'm and, gonna have to and look they'll at do the like six or seven one. episodes and it's just like this story of the competition between the business war huh. between these two like behemoths and there's all sorts of industries and companies i out love there. story podcasts like that like the 30 for 30s the espn ones i'm like, listening to the Do- donald sterling oh, morning what a trip <laughs> dude that so, was crazy but there's tons and obviously we got to shout out the moda shopping movement they actually do yeah. a really good job i've really enjoyed listening no, to jason and Bridget. they're amazing so they're so they're so different those yeah. two it cracks me up 
Like it was they're funny perfect to see for him, each other, though. Like Jason was made for stage, man. Oh, dude, that dude at the live event, he was fantastic. If if we could just get a better mic on him and, <laughs> and uh, better speakers and some light, like, it, I mean, he's a star, man. Yeah, he really is. He was awesome. And no more filter, Jason, on your Instagram. I want you to take the big <laughs> lip thing off. I just want to see you. You're hilarious. You don't need it. So, but yeah, so those was, are, they, they were, yeah, they were great. Those are things that I'm listening to. And then all sorts of stuff. I'm working on all sorts of stuff. I'm excited for the start of the year. I've got some big, some big, big plans some big projects that I want sounds to start launching. Brent. So sounds stressful. What about you? Anything that you've listened to? So recently? there's one. So I'm a big Malcolm Gladwell fan. So oh, yeah. revisionist history is yep. probably my, you know, I listened to the ones I probably listened to the most revisionist history. Conan. Yeah. Conan O'Brien is Conan. amazing. Yeah. Um, and then Joe Rogan, but Malcolm Gladwell's company, it's called Pushkin Industries. They produced another one called the happiness lab. Like I love the psychology stuff. So this lady, her name is Dr. Lori Santos. She's a professor at Yale. She created a happiness course and it's the most popular class ever in Yale's 300 year history. And so it's just all these episodes are breakdowns of all these studies and why we're unhappy and what to do to really? fix it and it is fascinating stuff huh it is so crazy especially when you hear the stories about you know the stress levels and the pressure especially on these college kids yeah you know and how it affects them and some of the things she's teaching them so now that that course is actually free online you can actually take this yale course yeah you know, in web format, right? Is it it's through just, Coursera? I, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I haven't even looked that part up because I just listened to the podcast, but you can actually, it it's out there for free. And she is, she's brilliant. She's younger. Like it's, it's weird. You think, you think of this old, like acadi- Yell, academia, yeah, like oh, some sure. old, old crabby PhD lady. Right. But yeah. she's young and spunky and just, hmm. God, it is awesome. So it's fascinating stuff, and it's so yeah. That's probably what I'd recommend as uh, as my favorite right now. At least cool. my favorite new one. But yeah. I'm gonna have to check out Business Wars too because that sounds really fun. It's really good. And I'm trimming meat in the morning. Well, cool. So there, there you go. There's a couple. Any any for you, Brent? I know you're not on mic, but you can sign it to us. He signs all, it to us. All I listen to is Negri. <laughs> hey, that's a good answer, Brent. Nitty gritty. That's his favorite. Well, well, that's what, cool. What are you most excited, or what are you looking forward to with Nitty Gritty next um, month and next? What's crazy is, I mean, next year we're pushing thirty. That's almost seven months. Oh, that we've been doing this. It's been it's been so cool, and it's, um, you know, I think for me it, it's interesting to see how it it kind of comes in waves for me. Like I'm excited when we actually record. But between them, I don't hardly think about it because I've, you know, I've got the restaurant and, but it's funny to see how more and more it's starting to kind of take space up in my mind Yeah. in between the episodes, especially thinking about some of these stories and then watching how people react to them, you know, throughout the week. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just excited to see kind of what direction it goes. Like our next three guests we have lined up next week uh-huh like we have three episodes we're recording next week tuesday all, wednesday thursday all women yeah powerhouses like all powerhouses and it's just you know two i mean they're all very different yep right like we'll say one is retail like a product one is a you know a self-help course yeah and the other is just a fun high energy (laughs) uh, awesome woman right yeah that just brings a lot of joy she'd probably be most you know the episode most like her would probably be abby in a sense yeah like even though they're different just they just and the johnson files like they it's just a it's a person that just makes you happy but so yeah i'm really excited for those but i'm kind of excited for what we don't know yet like you know I have a feeling we're going to talk to some big people this year. Well, that's what's crazy. Especially as people help us grow. You know, I mean, 
I tried to plan this out pretty good before we started. Yeah. And uh, as we go, and like we have these lists of people, and it's like the guests that we've had. It's like they came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had a lot of them I never knew or heard of. Now we're close friends, and yeah, the doors that are opening, and you know, people we're getting to talk to. Right. Like I'm excited, and honestly, it's kind of giving confidence. Like I'm going to start swinging. Yeah, well, and that's the other you know, thing. Like, right? I swung, I swung for Bob Berg, and it, and it, and it worked. And now it's like, all right, I'm going to start swinging. Well, you know, that's another great point to to ask the listeners for help with is the more you help us with the sub- subscriptions and the reviews, the more clout it gives us to approach. Yeah, some sure. pretty like cool people. Yeah, like there are there's a few people that we have in on the list that are definitely approachable for us, but. I think we've got to be kind of at a certain level to make it worth their yeah. time. And in your and respect, everyone kind of works. And when you hit reach, reach certain levels, you know, you right. you decide what jobs you it's take and what be, jobs you don't take. Yes. And, and that's fine. I mean, it's, you've got to prioritize, you know, you got to prioritize your time. Some of these people are very, very busy. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be quid pro, pro quo, right? <laughs> I can't say that quid pro well scratch my back i'll scratch yours <laughs> it's got to be beneficial for both parties like a marriage yeah right so so yeah i think uh, there's a couple names in mind that i want to swing for this year in the athletics yeah. arena yeah that and you know the thing that i think you and i always want to do is do this face to face and so it which it, makes it hard it but makes it so hard. much more fun yes and, and that's I mean, what i love we'll about travel. lewis house so right. lewis house every one of his is face to face right he gets the biggest names in the world to come to his house yeah that's amazing you know like that's what's cool is like it at what point are you able to be like hey i'm going to provide you such a platform that you're going to come to my house yeah jeez. you know and he like people are calling me all the time asking can i come on your podcast right you know and yeah that's crazy well and that's i want to be able to provide the platform for these people to where they can see a real benefit to them for coming on yeah you know because like their story will impact so many people but i want them to also get out of it like a lot of our guests have done it just because they're cool yeah you know what I mean? Like they're not necessarily they're friends or friends like, of friends. They're not or, seeing like any real huge benefits, let's call it. Right. You know, but the more we get, the more people that like, that listen, that subscribe, that share, you know, it goes. Well, a, just what we have now. It goes a long way. If just the listeners we have now, like if half of them just give us a quick review and a rating, like. Oh, we'd be top of the charts and all these. Oh, it would, it would. It would crank. It should be awesome. You know, on the other side of the coin, I brought this up last week, but I also want to, I also want to talk to just everyday people. Oh, fun. yeah. You know, it's it, it's funny listening to a lot of these people. You realize that everybody has a story. Everyone has some sort of struggle or something they've overcome, and I think that there are people out there doing things that nobody ever, like police officers, really come to mind. Like they have such a tough. Like people don't get what it's like to be a cop. Like I, that's all I ever wanted to do growing up. A lot of people don't know this. I was hired by the border patrol. I rode about a thousand hours with the Utah Highway patrol. I rode with the LAPD, the Long Beach police department. I saw some crazy stuff and the crap that they have to deal with on a daily basis. Like Once thank again, your lucky stars. It's perspective. Like we just see their mistakes right but when you work day in day out with people that are either lying and trying to get out of things or mad at you for pulling them over or husband and wives fighting or or parents beating children people stealing like when you are around that all day every day like it really takes a toll on you psychologically and i mean it's there are some of the best people i've ever met are police officers and I think it'd be really cool to bring one on, especially if we could almost do it like anonymously, <laughs> you know, just so they can really open up yeah, and not, you know, tell us some real stories without, you know, putting their job at risk or anything like that. We'll, but we'll, we'll black them out on the video. We'll, we'll, yeah, we we'll, just we'll, we'll do, we'll do a voice change. Yeah. We'll do the dark shadow, yeah. the hood, you know, hood on. But, but I mean, it's, it, 
they can't really share what they go through. Yeah. And it would be really cool to give one a platform to do that without worrying about, you know, their job or affecting anybody. It just, uh, you know, I, I bet there's a lot of people with jobs like that. Teachers, cops, firefighters. I mean, that have dealt with things that, um, uh, there's, there's inspiring people. Right. And that's what we want to make it about, right? It's content, not just around. about, it's not just about names and, and, all that. Although a lot of people that are big names, they are there because they are fascinating people and they have a great story. But I think it'd be really cool to give a platform to some of the people that you just pass by every day and you have no idea yeah. that they've got such an incredible story. Well, what's cool is the more we do this, the more people that listen. I mean, we can start introducing new new episodes and new right. topics. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and let us know. I mean... If you're listening to this, give us that rating and review. And if there's somebody that you want to hear from, or if you've got a friend or family member that no one knows about, but I mean, that's how we just, found Danny D and it, w- Jason yep. Sham was like, Hey, you need to talk to this guy. Exactly. Never right. heard of him. I mean, even you go online, he has like, he had a few hundred followers, he, you know, when we first started following. You're him. not necessarily going to be like, Oh yeah, like this guy is going to be awesome. But how about that story? Oh my gosh. I mean, he's a good looking guy, clean cut, beautiful wife, beautiful kids. He just nice truck just looks like an everyday like dresses like a utah county guy right he's got his joggers on and his sweet <laughs> shoes and see just like andrew <laughs> my mom oh side note she comes at our kids soccer game like a month ago yeah and she's from wyoming you know up in the country or that's where she lives now and she goes does anybody dress like a man <laughs> in utah county because <laughs> everyone's wearing the tight sweats and the fancy shoes and oh i thought it was so funny anyway but you would never ever think that there is a 95 pound strung out heroin addict in the basement on the verge of death no nope. in 2007 no nope. like it it's insane and that should help you not honk as loud when you're driving yeah. right there you go you just never know what someone's overcome so full circle so yeah uh, we're, we'll keep finding them and we'll keep sharing them. So more than anything, we're so grateful that people actually listen. So cool. It's so fun that people are paying attention. and It's getting to the point where people are coming up to us once in a while, just like, hey, you know, I'm used to it with the restaurant, which I've always been very grateful for, but I've actually had women mostly come up and yeah. I'm just like, oh, maybe she's going to say I'm cute, <laughs> but it's not. It's just like, hey, I really like your podcast. You're still like, oh, yeah, you're welcome. One. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it's <laughs> modest shopping at that event. We had, I had a few people come up and yeah. just say, Hey, we really love the podcast. And that's so cool. Well, and what's fun is we'll get letters like Robin the other day. She's like, Hey, I found you through nitty gritty. Yeah. And, you know, now that's I right. can't stop. And even like our guests, like Abby has collaborated with gold yeller and yeah. Abby got together with Robin all yeah. through the nitty gritty connection. It is a family. You know what I mean? And so we should get agent fees for that. We should finder fee. That's right. So when Chick-fil-A signs Abby, we want like 3% (laughs) and free Chick-fil-A. But yeah, thanks for everyone for tuning in. Thank you very much. Yeah. This has been very fun for us. If you don't like it too bad, we're going to like it. They wouldn't be listening. We're going to keep going and we got some fun stuff planned. So we do. But yeah, check it out. Like, subscribe, share, rate, review. I don't know what word you want to use. Do all of them. Yeah. And follow us. Yeah. Follow Bam Bam's Barbecue and Cameron True. Yep. And Andrew Van Buren. Yep. And Brent. What's yours? Hotboys.com with a Z. Is, <laughs> oh, that, no. is that still? Oh, no. It's not that anymore. <laughs> Brent. <laughs> you think. Brent. The, we got to give some love to Brent. He, he does a lot for us. We're very he grateful does, for yeah. him. He's the man behind the curtain. So Brent, Brent D. Christensen. Capital D. No, just D. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks. And we'll check you out on the next episode. (laughs) See you next week.